Welcome to Vitality Mindset Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, vitality is not just about physical health. It encompasses all areas of your life, including your body, your soul, and your spirit. And all three of these areas impact your relationships. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about an important area of emotional health, and that is unsolicited advice. Now, this is information you're going to want. Mind your own beeswax, or it's none of your beeswax, are common phrases that you might have shouted on the school playground when you were a little kid. Now, uh, those admonitions basically mean mind your own business, or it's none of your business. There's a popular story that goes way back to the 1700s to explain uh, exactly what mind your own beeswax might mean. And it may be folklore, it may be true. Nevertheless, I want to tell you this really good story. This story starts with the smallpox epidemic. Now, smallpox is um, a contagious disease that's infected millions of people over the course of humanity. And it was especially devastating during the 1700s. 1700s. You know, unfortunately, survivors were often left with these uh, disfiguring marks uh, as a result of the smallpox, the smallpox, these little, you know, pock marks on their faces. So many women would um, use beeswax to smooth out their complexion. So as the story goes, if someone got too close or was staring too long, uh, though the woman might say, mind your own beeswax, as in stop staring at mine and go mind your own business. So if the beeswax, um, in another story I read, if the beeswax would start to melt, say if the room got too warm or the person was you know, sitting too close to the fire, then it might start to drip. So someone might comment, uh, excuse me, but you have a big drip of beeswax about to fall off your chin. Well, maybe that person didn't want to hear that. So the person uh, might, you know, the person who said that might feel they were only being helpful, um, but they might get the response, mind your own beeswax. So, you know, beeswax is commonly used in cosmetics medics even now. So who knows how accurate this story is, but I think it's a very great story. Uh, There was an English philosopher uh, who also had something to say about minding your own beeswax or minding your own business. His name was Bernard Williams, and he said, and I quote, unsolicited advice is the junk mail of life, end quote. Isn't that great? I mean, who needs or wants more junk mail. Not me. You know, junk mail waste your time. You didn't request it. It's usually uninteresting. Um, and junk mail is an annoying use of resources. Um, so now I don't claim to be a psychologist. I usually am talking more about health strategies, but emotional health is very important. And when I talk about body, soul, and spirit, I'm defining soul as mind, will, and emotions. Um, I've been a dentist for 36 years, and dentists and hairdressers have a lot in common. We get close to people, we invade their space, um, 
we see people on such a regular basis. We get to know people and we all often find out about many personal areas of their lives. So, you know, with with my patients, it was never just about their teeth. It was about their whole life. I really enjoyed getting to know people. And I considered this my front row seat of life. So I've learned uh, about many of the common threads of challenge that we all face. It was so good because so many times it would just help me, you know, not feel alone in a certain area. There are a lot of stressors, a lot of problems that everybody experiences. And one thing that I learned is that many of the stressors of life are related to unsolicited advice um, or the... Uh, somebody not minding their own beeswax. So I, I thought about other names for this episode, and it could also be ca- called, uh, you know, don't put that should on me. You know, there's there's always going to be people who want to give us unsolicited advice. I mean, people like to put their should on us, and that's a pretty common problem uh, among humanity. So you know, and we're all responsible for, you know, putting our piles of should on others too. And this unsolicited advice can be justified because sometimes we're right. I mean, the person who is, say, making a big mistake, uh, doing something to harm their health, do, doing something to harm their life, maybe they're eating a giant bag of icky cookies from the big box store every single day, um, and they really need to use some moderation, uh, it's still not okay to tell them that. I mean, when we put our should on others, we're telling someone what they should do, but they're not asking for advice, and that harms relationships. You know, Unfortunately, giving and getting unsolicited advice can be considered to be normal, even though it seriously damages relationships. A key, a big key to having a life brimming with vitality, uh, brimming with, you know, fulfilling relationships requires that we resist normal in many, many areas of our life. Because normal is merely the usual pattern, and that is often not good. I mean, consider what normal in our world is. I mean, it is dehydrated. It is irritated. It is constipated, frustrated. Normal is often overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, and totally stressed out. Normal is letting unsolicited advice stress you out, damage your relationships, and uh, and not really doing anything about it. Maybe it's not knowing that you can do anything about it. So I want to just quickly talk about what's uh, really behind unsolicited advice. Uh, it can be... Um, you know, obviously serious insecurity on the part of the giver, but usually the person giving the advice thinks that they are helping. And uh, and when we give unsolicited advice, we often think that we are helping them too. Uh, 
it, this is one of those areas where it's really easier to give than to receive. I mean, you know, don't you just love to tell somebody what they should do? You know, you should be doing this. Oh, you should be doing this. You're not doing it right. Do this. Oh, do this. You should. I'll tell you what to do. Then your, you know, your finger goes out. You're pointing. You need to. Those are the things that I want you to think about and be aware of of what you're doing. I've made this mistake in so many areas, especially when I went back to school and I really did know better for people. But if they didn't want to hear it, it only hurt the relationship. You know, if if somebody wants our opinion, they're going to ask for it. You know, all solicited advice, you know, all the shoulds that we pile on uh, one another uh, are not good. They're just not good. So understanding a person's motive and perspective is especially helpful. You know, obviously, uh, you can get great insights from asking for someone's opinion, someone's advice. The key word is asking. So you have to have these trusting and caring friends that you really can go to in time of need. We all need people that we trust for insight. I mean, even strangers can provide a variety of helpful ideas. I mean, I've had people in the grocery store, you know, tell me things, but I didn't really uh, want to accept that. And that's the key. The keyword is unsolicited. If you ask for advice, that's one thing, but it's quite another thing when someone puts that advice on you and um, that's when they're putting their, their should on you and it doesn't feel helpful. The problem is it usually feels like criticism and criticism hurts relationships. Sometimes the person on the giving end of advice is really just enthusiastic. But other times, you know, there's actually people who are trying to stir up drama. There's lots of reasons this can happen. Uh, Sometimes they're right, but that doesn't make it right. Advice that you didn't ask for has the potential to create unnecessary stress. And unnecessary stress will uh, rob your health and it will also rob your joy. So I quickly have four areas, um, some four ideas for some effective yet polite ways to respond to unsolicited advice. Now I've sort of got these, uh, this starts out, you know, very gentle, but I'm going to move to some bigger severity if you really have someone who's not taking the clue. So number one, you can say, oh, that's an interesting idea. I'll consider if it's right for me. Now, uh, the unwanted advice usually starts with, you know, you should, blah, 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 blah. So to respond with, that's an interesting idea. I'll consider it. Um, is very polite. It's very non-stressful. And you really don't have to invest a lot of your time, you know, thinking about it later. Hopefully they'll get the message. But what if that doesn't work? Here's another idea. Uh, You can say, thanks for your opinion, but I'd prefer to do it this way. Now that statement makes it very clear that you're not wanting suggestions. I mean, whether or not that's your mother-in-law commenting on your macaroni and cheese or a friend uh, commenting on, you know, what kind of shoes you wear, uh, you have to stand your ground. And you have to, I think if you can, if you can stand your ground with this second option, you're way better off. My joke to myself is I'm going to go ahead and take my beating. Now that just means 
I'm going to try to get it done and take whatever pain goes with it. Now, this means it's better to establish the boundary early, as soon as possible. They may get mad if they want to, but the sooner the better. Because if they're not catching it at, at, with this one, with thanks for your opinion, I'd prefer to do it this way, you're going to have a bigger problem on your hands. So in dealing with uh, unsolicited advice, number three, uh, my third recommendation is you have to get firmer. And you might say... I'm not looking for any advice right now. Now, that's firmer. You know, come right and tell them. And you say it in a nice way. You say it with a smile if possible. You make it clear that you are not interested. Now, this is uh, less stressful the longer run. The sooner you can get them to understand, uh, you don't want the unsolicited advice to continue. But also, in, tell, in talking about this, I, I want to look you know, inward. I want you to look inward and make sure you're not doing this to people because this, this hurts relationships. Um, we, you know, we often avoid people because uh, we don't want to have them you know, give us that, those shoulds, and we don't want to have to step through their shoulds. So the sooner the better. So number four, I mean, you even get more blunt with number four. And... Um, I think that would be a, some statement like, well, that's actually not in line with my values. I mean, I, I challenge you to use that if you have to in a nice way, because you want to preserve relationships. You want to be aware of what you're doing, but you don't want to avoid people. I mean, you can um, even start this by saying our relationship is very important to me, but we have different values in this area. And I am committed to living in alignment with my values. Uh, So, you know, that's very clear. Living in line with your values is an essential part of mental and emotional health. It's an essential part of vitality that is well proven in lots of scientific studies. I mean, you're going to feel lots of joy when you establish this boundary. Uh, it's um, it's a very kind way to respond in heated situations. So whichever response you choose, uh, look the other person in the eye, say what you want to say, say it politely, and then change the subjects. Like like you know, well, what plans do you have for the, you know, whatever the next season is, the next holiday is. I mean, if if need be, go back and repeat yourself. And if I probably should have a number five on here, and I think that would be just you know, mind your own beeswax, uh, or don't put that shit on me. Remember, go ahead, take your beating, don't harbor silent resentment, not, you know, silent anger. That's not good for you. A good friend will really uh, appreciate it and they will respect you. Now it's, it's absolutely essential to remember the golden rule in this area of unsolicited advice. The golden rule is a biblical principle that's applicable to pretty much all areas of relationships. I mean, you can find it in uh, Proverbs 3, Matthew 7, Luke 6, all through all through the Bible. It's a principle that um, just says to treat others as you would want to be treated. And, you know, often that's easier said than done. But the mindset of being aware of this really, really makes a difference. The very best approach is to start with yourself. You know, pay attention to what you say. If somebody says something to you that's a little bit hurtful, then, you know, instead of reflect first inward and how you would feel before um, responding. 
outwardly. Uh, you know, many people are going to enjoy putting their their shoulds on you. So make sure that, you know, you're first treating others as you would want to be treated. As I said, I have messed up so many times in this area, and I'm working hard to um, correct that. So in conclusion, giving and receiving unsolicited advice is a habit. It's a habit that can be broken on both ends. We are not responsible for changing anybody, just ourselves. And that is the real key to a vitality mindset. We're only responsible for our response. And um, in this world of stressors, this is an area where you can definitely build skills that will build stronger relationships, decrease stress, improve all your areas of your life, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Remember, we talk a lot about what fires together, wires together. This is the Hebbian Law. And it basically means practice makes perfect. You know, when you do something over and over, that becomes a stronger uh, neuronal uh, network in your brain. And so it's going to be easier and easier and easier. These earthly bodies are merely our relationship vehicles. And we want to nurture them in every way to the best of our ability so that we can better love God and love people. So thank you for joining me So for episode 28 of Vitality Mindset Made Simple. Together, we are taking the stress out of being healthy. I appreciate that you're subscribing and sharing. Uh, we are now in 253 cities, woohoo, and 24 countries. We picked up a country or two. Next time, um, I'm going to talk about eating without guilt. This is information you're going to want. Blessings until next time. Bye-bye.